If you work for a living, why do you kill yourself working? From the Willamette Valley, in America's great Pacific Northwest, greetings! You are listening to The Ernest Mann Show, and I'm your host, Ernest Mann. Coming to you from the interweb, no matter where you may be listening, in this beautiful, but sometimes crazy world, we all share. It's Friday, everyone. Yay! Hope you had a great Thanksgiving. Today, we're going to be talking about your independence and how it helps create a better person and a better life. First off, I want to thank Robert in Iowa for his support. It's your support, Robert, that keeps things going around here, and it is sincerely appreciated. Another quick note, there was no winner for last Friday's contest, episode number 286. Please feel free to give that episode a listen if you think you have the answer. I had several responses, but so far, I've still got you stumped. I'm going to be straight up with you. Through a real-life example, the big difference between how I understand and embrace personal independence and the person I'm going to tell you about who doesn't. Now, I have come to understand and experience what you get from an independent mindset versus denial and dependency and how an independent mindset builds what simply can't be bought, character. And once you experience what I'm talking about by putting an independent mindset into motion for yourself, you'll know and understand exactly what I mean. Now, I don't want to come across as being holier than thou. I certainly hope I'm not. Because if anything, I want you to know that I understand avoidance, apathy, and denial. Basically, it all boils down to the same thing survival. And we all sure as hell should at least want to survive. But the goal of living is not to be in survival mode. It's to be in a living mode. That's how your life improves. Survival is just treading water. Before I tell you this true story, I just want to make sure I'm not being misunderstood. Because this is a really important point here. It's just as important to fully understand the reasons why you are suffering from something as it is to take care of the problem itself. As a matter of fact, it's the only real and lasting way something gets changed for the better. I know a middle-aged woman in her early 40s she seems like a pleasant enough person who manages a restaurant. In the time that I've gotten to know her, she has shared some of her life problems with me. So the other day, I stopped in for lunch, and I noticed that she was limping. I asked her what happened, and she said she fell. A few moments later, she actually admitted that her live-in boyfriend beat her up. Now, I know that many of you might have had the knee-jerk reaction, thinking what an asshole he must be. 
And for all I know, maybe he is. But keep listening. Bear in mind, I go to that restaurant when I know it's very slow, because I enjoy talking to her. And this particular time was no exception. I think there was like, I don't know, maybe one other person in the place. So when I asked her some details about what's going on, she gave me some details about all the bad shit he was doing. And when she confronted him with it, he physically assaulted her. So on the surface, it seems pretty cut and dry. Asshole boyfriend physically attacks his girlfriend that he shares a living space with. But actually, it's not that cut and dry. You see, as I have said, I've talked to her several times, and she's confided several other issues that she's having in her life. But I noticed her descriptions have a pattern. Her problems ultimately never seem to get resolved, because the way she's perceiving them, approaching them, and processing them is back-asswards. I believe based on our conversations, that what is basically comes down to, in her case, is a constant retelling of the proverbial stupid country song, if you know what I mean. She blames and externalizes what has definitely become a life problem for her. Her live-in boyfriend who blew all the rent money on drugs, for example. To him, and her other life problems to other people. Now, those other people may in fact be dysfunctional or perhaps maybe even insane, as she claims, and causing a lot of problems in her life. Yet, the fact remains that she chooses to have those people in her life, clearly demonstrating dysfunctional contradictions. I have known dozens of people just like her in my life, and just about in every case, they fail to see the obvious. If you are having problems because there are crazy people in your life, get the hell away from them. Stop associating with them. And don't do it in a half-assed manner. Cut your ties with them ASAP. In my life experience, in just about all cases like this, the victim actually simply refuses to acknowledge that the primary reason why they're having so much hell or dysfunction in their life is that they refuse to disassociate from their friends, often with countless reasons and rationalizations on how they keep getting sucked in to take effective control of their lives. One of the problems that you have when you're talking with certain people, is just the frustration of getting down to brass tacks. You'll notice they can tend to be what I call sing-songy, very good at pointing out all the minute details of just how crazy or dysfunctional a person's that's living with them may be, but completely oblivious to the fact that if, in fact, everything that they say about the other person is true, why in the hell are they in their life space? Put another way, they're very good at seeing the trees and the forest, but apparently 
cannot grasp the concept of a forest. Here's the condensed version of what she told me. Folks, if I can just take a moment for a brief message. If you've enjoyed this, please do subscribe and hit the notification bell because it really does help my channel grow. And if you can offer some support, please do so by going to the Ko-Fi link in the description below. Even a cup of coffee would certainly be appreciated. And last but certainly not least, if you have anything, no matter how ordinary or unordinary, you would like to hear or discuss, don't hesitate to reach out and tell me what it is. That link is also in the description below. I asked her if the relationship was also economic, that she basically depended on his income to actually share the place they live in. She said yes. So once I got past all that aggravating hemming and hauling, I got the answer to the question that apparently she didn't. The answer is that she doesn't want to control her life. Now, when people are really young, by young I'm talking, say, 17 to 22, this kind of thing can and does happen all the time. So to a certain extent, often family and society will, you know, cut you some slack simply because of your age and inexperience. But remember, this woman I've been talking about is in her early 40s, and being that unaware of certain life realities at that age is definitely not a good place to be. And unfortunately, there are many people out there just like her. So the long and short of this is that it comes down to a person's ability to recognize the true state of their life, which many people today simply refuse to do, which in turn ends up being a very big problem in their lives, a reoccurring theme of dysfunctionality. If you can't even live in an apartment without having to cohabitate for economic reasons, then ultimately you do not control your life. And if you're really sick of that shit, controlling your life should become your priority. Otherwise, you're just playing games with yourself. I totally understand that this can be a very hard pill to swallow, but that is the hard and true reality of existence. And the sooner you surrender to that reality, the sooner you'll be on your way to actually being an independent person. And once you do that, at least that's one aspect of your life you should feel really good about. Your possessions may be few and not worth much. Your car, if you can afford one, and the insurance, it may be old and a piece of shit. And your apartment or room may also be shit but at least it's your shit and you're not 30 or 40 years old still living with or off your parents and you are not economically dependent on a lover or anyone else, whether they are crazy or not, for that matter. 
And this, my dear listeners, is my advice on gaining a greater level of happiness through earnest independence. Until next time, this is Ernest, wishing your health, wealth, and good luck. <laughs>